Welcome into RJ Bell's Dream Preview, Major League Baseball Edition. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined by Griffin Warner as we get you ready for Memorial Day, Major League Baseball. And, uh, I mean, everyone in baseball should be playing day games today with the holiday. We do have some night games, and there are some teams that are off, which just, just does not make sense to me with uh, Memorial Day. But anyway, let's welcome in Griffin Warner as we break down this Major League Baseball slate here for uh, Monday. And actually, we're joined by my co-host on Straight Out of Vegas AM as well. He is AJ Hoffman. AJ is here talking baseball with us. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to Straight Out of Vegas AM wherever you get your podcasts from. Let's jump right into it, boys. And uh, the Guardians at the Orioles. Logan Allen will go for the Guardians and Tyler Wells for the Orioles and Griffin. Baltimore, I think this is a pretty high price here at minus 145. Yeah, um, well, I've had a bunch of sagas involving the Cleveland Guardians this year. Um, They really can't hit the ball. And unfortunately, it's really hard to go on the road against what might be a better bullpen that Baltimore currently is using um, with incredible numbers from Felix Bautista, also Cano, who maybe he's given up a run so far this year. I'm not sure that he has. Um, And unfortunately, when Cleveland really struggles to move runners at all, score them from third base with less than two outs, I just don't really see where Cleveland's going to score here. Uh, Tyler Wells has been kind of up and down, doesn't seem to have the greatest prospect pedigree, but seems to be a good arm. And uh, Baltimore at home is in a better position to score runs, I think, than Cleveland. I really like Logan Allen. I feel like if he was on a better team, he might be someone that I'd want to back here. Uh, But at this price, it's certainly bigger than I think you want to back considering the Orioles struggles on offense. But I think you're looking at a, a mirror image on the road in Cleveland, who's, I think, inferior in a lot of different categories. When you talk about the, you know, Cleveland not being able to hit in the ball, uh, the Orioles offensive struggles, it sounds like maybe under eight might be a decent play. Yeah, um, Scott and I are definitely uh, converts to the first five, uh, first half unders, essentially, in this sport. I think that's a great idea, AJ. And uh, two teams that have great bullpens, which I guess you lose out on that. So maybe there is some value more so in the under eight than there is on the uh, under four, whatever, whatever it would be for the first half. But uh, I don't see a lot of runs, and you got the great wall of Baltimore in left field basically killing all home runs on, on the left field side. Yes, you have uh, unicorn triples that occur there, or unicorn yeah. doubles where it would be a home run in every other ballpark except for Baltimore. Uh, the Rangers are at the Tigers. Nathan Uvalde coming off another complete game gets the start for Texas. Matthew Boyd goes for Detroit. Texas is minus 169. Nice. Um, yeah, high price. Uh, I, I feel like the Rangers, I mean, they've been smoking the ball, but they continue to play the worst, the dregs of the league. It's going to turn around eventually. Um, talking to you, not straight out of Vegas myself. I'm straight out of, of the Dallas area right now. And so um, I've been following this team very closely. They smashed the ball ever since Corey Seager came back. That's only helped an offense that's really been been flying all year. Ivaldi's been awesome, who's certainly shown it in the past. Um, and they got a really good matchup here against the Detroit Tigers, who just aren't really a team that I'm afraid of to hit the ball or really pitch the ball well either. So I think uh, Texas has been hot. I don't see it stopping here. It seems like a really gigantic price, but I think it's deserved for how the season has gone so far. The Cardinals host the Royals. Adam Wainwright getting the start for the Cardinals, and it looks like it's going to be Josh Stamont for the Royals. Can uh, St. Louis, a heavy favorite, minus 215. Yeah, as they should be. Uh, looks like a bullpen game. Stalmont to me was a eighth inning like setup man. I, I can't imagine he's a starting pitcher now. I feel like that's a 
let's figure out what we're going to do, especially in, in what kind of is a rivalry game, I think on I-70, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But mm. um, Adam Wainwright, uh, not certainly a pitcher I want to lay two to one odds with, I got to say. Um, but it seems like a series that St. Louis should continue the, the good streak they've been on um, and certainly have a much more potent offense than anything the Royals are throwing out there. The Rays are at the Cubs. Marcus Stroman goes for Chicago. Taj Bradley for the Rays. Tampa's minus 125. AJ, you have been a Rays backer when Bradley pitches, but it didn't quite work out for you last time. It was terrible last time. They lost 20 to 1. I, like when you bet Rays money line and you uh you're negative 19 in run differential, it's not doesn't make you want to run and back Taj Bradley again. So uh yeah, it, I'll I'll watch this one. I got to say, at least you don't have to pay extra for a 19-run loss. <laughs> I think I lost the same amount on uh, the Guardians on Saturday night on a uh, a pass ball that ended up scoring the game-winning run. So I think I would rather have lost by 19 in that scenario. Um, Taj Bradley, had he's had a really weird year. The Rays, of course, um, low like low budget, but still a really great performing franchise. Sent him down to work on some stuff with some really like shady reasons. He tried some new pitch mixes that went really poorly and then came up and had a pretty good start back in the big leagues, which you think would, wouldn't go that way after struggling in triple a. Um, I, I gotta say that the Rays feel a little short to me right here. Um, I think there were some injuries that at least Pete Fairbanks seems like he's hurt again. And Jason Adam went two innings today. So I don't know necessarily if that means their bullpen's a little light tomorrow, but the Cubs have been one of the worst teams in baseball in the month of May. Uh, Marcus Stroman, it's got a good slider, but is going to try to pitch the contact to one of the most power hungry teams in the world. It feels like I think the Rays over 100 home runs this year as a team and a lot of teams don't even have 50. So um, to me, it feels like Tampa is a little short. Rockies are at the Diamondbacks, Arizona minus 190 total of nine and a half with Ryan Nelson and Carl Kaufman as the pitching matchup. I lean towards the over with these guys. Yeah, can't can't see either of these guys going too deep in this game. Um, bullpens are certainly not a strength of either of these teams. I think Arizona's probably deserved favorite. Seeing them close to two to one seems gigantic. But uh the Rockies are a team you don't really want to touch. I feel like when they're away from Coors Field, I don't think tomorrow is any different. The twins are at the Astros. It's JP France going for Houston. Sonny Gray and his 4-0 record with a 1.82 ERA going for the Twins. Houston is minus 125. AJ, it's Sonny Gray Day, and you get him as an underdog. But seeing the way that Houston is mashing the baseball right now, can you bet against them? It's funny. T- today's Memorial Day, and the Astros are 10 games over 500. Uh, we talked about them about a month ago, and I said, man, they, they tend to be a slow starter. They've been a slow starter all throughout this run. They were a slow starter again this year. It seems like they've figured it out, putting up 10. I mean, listen, it was the lowly athletics yesterday, so I, I'm not taking, I'm not putting much stock in it. But they seem to really be hitting the ball, and their lineup is looking more like what the projected lineup was supposed to be uh, coming into the summer. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not getting in the way of the Astros here. I feel like Minnesota had a really tough series with Toronto as well. Um, were favorites on Saturday and barely had to hold on for dear life after Chris Bassett finally had a bad start. Um, Sonny Gray, I, I think if you listen to this podcast, he seems to start every time we have an episode. And it really feels like uh, he's one start away from going on the IL like he has for his entire career. But it's been a long time. He's been really sharp so far this year. I don't have a ton of information on JP France to start for Houston, but... Feels like a short price for a team like 
Minnesota seems like they're getting a lot of respect here, and I don't really understand it. Rich Hill gets the start for the Pirates in San Francisco against the Giants. Anthony DiSclefani goes for San Francisco. San Francisco minus 140 as DiSclefani looks to bounce back from uh, his previous outing when he allowed seven runs, four of them earned, though, against Minnesota. Yeah, DiSclefani seems like one of those guys that when he's good, he's really good. When he's bad, he's bad. Um, how do you time which one it's going to be? I think it's a lot based on his opponent. Uh, the Pirates, one of the worst teams in May as well. Um, I think trying to sh- take the reins from, I think San Diego is one of the worst as well as the Chicago Cubs. But um, Pittsburgh doesn't seem like a lineup that I'm very afraid of. Disfani should be able to get through them. And you got Rich Hill uh, at 46 years old or, or something like that. Um, not really sure how he's doing it and don't really believe in him doing it longer. Okay. Um, I don't know if I have the uh, chutzpah to play this, but... <laughs> I kind of like the Oakland A's getting plus 200 against the Braves. Paul Blackburn makes his return from the IL, his 2023 debut. And last year, Paul Blackburn was like the only time you could ever bet on the A's because he was their best pitcher. And... Michael Soroka gets the start for Atlanta. He has not pitched a Major League Baseball game since COVID. So, uh, chutzpah might be a little bit beyond my lexicon. I gotta say, I just went to a Jewish wedding uh, a couple weekends ago and loved it and only want to do Jewish weddings from now on. I would imagine it is cojones, balls, something of that nature. See, I'm not trying to be crude, but something in that, that area. Um, And you're getting the lone Oakland Athletics all-star of last year, Paul Blackburn, the season debut against Mike Soroka with, I think, two uh, medically re-engineered Achilles, I want to say. But um, Oakland has won 18% of their game so far this year, 182 (laughs) I'm sliding them a little bit. Um, I realize I'm a glutton for punishment. I wake up early to watch soccer goalkeepers drop the ball right to the other guy's foot to put it right behind them in the net every weekend. So... Um, maybe I'm not the per- perfect person to understand that, but I think this is even a little bit much for me, no matter how much chutzpah it's going to take. The Angels are at the White Sox. Griffin Canning goes for the Angels. Michael Kopech for the White Sox. Chicago's minus 140. Yeah, I heard you say Griffin. I'm like, okay, so I guess he's not queuing AJ on this one. Um, yeah, Griffin Canning, you know, my namesake. Uh, slightly better, I think, uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, bank account right now, but um, ultimately Michael Kopech on the other side for the White Sox has been awesome, uh, throwing like 80% fastballs and somehow getting away with it. Um, we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, I think the Angels were swept at home by the Miami Marlins this this weekend um, in, in pure Angels fashion, just like falling apart at the seams. Um, I don't really know what to do with this one because Joey Otani and Mike Trout play for the Angels, and I think they'll be available for this one. And the White Sox are a team I like to be against, but it's really hard to want to back an Angels team unless just getting away from the VGA is going to potentially help them. Oh, also, one thing I forgot to mention with that uh, Braves game in Oakland is it is a Sunday night fade. The Braves were home and uh, Sunday night, get out of town, travel, go cross country. Just seems seems like a nice fade spot. Uh, I mean, it is an ultimate travel spot. Like, I'm not sure you can go much further than I guess maybe Seattle would be the only one that would be worse. The Nationals are at the Dodgers. Bobby Miller gets the start for the Dodgers. Trevor Williams for the Nationals. And the Dodgers, a heavy favorite, minus 225. 
Yeah, as they should be. Um, maybe Trevor Williams hangs around for three innings and gets a few ground balls or something like that. Bobby Miller. I mean, I'm still waiting to see these rookie pitchers that are supposed to come up and be awesome. We saw Brandon Fox get get uh, sent down either yesterday or today. Um, Bobby Miller, I'm not sure he's he's yet shown what everyone's expecting from him. But if there's ever a time for him to light somebody up, it is uh, the Washington Nationals. And finally, the Yankees at the Mariners. Domingo Herman goes for the Yankees. Bryce Miller for the Mariners. Seattle minus 135. AJ, can can you back the rosin using suspension getting Domingo Herman here at plus money? Uh, probably a plus money. I think I might have to, uh, obviously he's going to have to be more careful about what kind of junk he puts on his hand. Uh, but I don't mind it. Yeah. I think plus money is a a decent price on him. Griffin, you agree? I I do. I mean, it's hard to know what they're going to, if they're going to check them, you got to see if Phil Cuzzy's on the, uh, on the crew because he seems to throw everybody out. Um, (laughs) but at this point, I mean, I'm not really a believer in Bryce Miller. He's got awesome, awesome stats so far, but you can't pitch against the Oakland Athletics every time. And so um, I'm into the Yanks. I feel like they woke up, hit Udarish, knocked him out pretty early today. Uh, that Aaron Judge guy seems to matter. Uh, I'm not a Yankee fan. I think everyone knows that it listens to me anywhere, but uh, I am a fan of them tomorrow, and I, I really like that 125. I'm seeing it bet online. Well, before we get into uh, some best bets for today, uh, Monday's slate, Griffin, tell the people how they could save some money at pregame.com. Use the promo code SLAM20, uh, Grand Slam. Could do, do it at Denny's, could do it on a Major League Baseball diamond or any type of diamond, literally field anything you want. Use the promo code SLAM20, SLAM20 for 20% off anything on this podcast network, anything you want to find on pregame.com. We probably have some merch, some gear, some hoodies or something like that. Or if you want the best bets, come through, grab us, get 20% off. You can you can buy Scott and my packages the rest of the season. Uh, he's messing with the NHL playoffs. I've not dabbled in that just yet myself, but soccer season's almost done for me personally as well. So come along. Other great handicappers that you've heard on SOV and, of course, the other great shows in the pregame.com uh, handicapping network. Use the promo code SLAM20, 20% off. Good for seven days from podcast release. So make sure you jump in there. Use it as soon as you can. For my best bet for this episode, Sunday night into Monday, Monday for Labor or excuse me, Memorial Day weekend. I'm gonna go with the Houston Astros and JP France minus one one eight, excuse me, one minus one one eight, minus one eighteen favorite mm. at home against the Minnesota Twins. Uh just feels like too cheap of a price for me to go against the Twins. We had a really tough series uh back and forth with the Blue Jays this weekend, had to really expend a ton of energy. Houston got a fairly easy series victory in Oakland. And uh, I think that I see that continuing. Houston seems to getting a, a little bit hotter than they were as cold as, as anything early in the season. And I feel like it's going to be a tough day for Sonny Gray. I'm going to, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Oakland A's, but I'm going to play them in the first five innings plus a half a run. Uh, I don't, I don't know how long Blackburn's going to go in this game. And I also don't know how long Soroka is going to go in this game. But I'm going to take advantage of maybe a sleepy Braves team coming from the Sunday night game, then traveling cross-country, playing in Oakland. Oakland's a pitcher park. There's not a lot of runs scored there. Blackburn should be able to limit them for a couple of innings. And, you know, maybe we can get out of this thing tied. Or or maybe Soroka blows up because we haven't seen him pitch a major league game in since 2020. So I'm going to go with the A's plus a half a run in the first five innings. And here's the glory with that. It's plus 130 also. So it's a nice underdog price. And you get the benefit of having a tie give you a win after five innings. Hey, I mean, you only got to win that bet 
43% of the time to break even. So it uh, doesn't sound like the worst in the world. I'm going to root for 0-0 through five innings. There you go. I know that Oakland has to cover. There you go. He is Griffin Warner. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This has been RJ Bell's Dream Preview, Major League Baseball Edition.